This is episode 30 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we talk about L.A. Noir a lot, and we play percentages. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Podcast. This is episode 30. I'm Eddie. I'm Nick. Uh, Mitch. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. And uh, yeah, this is big number 30. So, yay, I guess. Yeah, we. <laughs> 30, um, not all it's cracked up to be. The podcast is possibly uh, married. <laughs> uh, maybe it has a mortgage. We don't know. Maybe has, a it, kid. Su- has it succeeded at its life yet? <laughs> Probably not yet. Probably not. Probably not. Still shackled by college debt. Are we bigger <laughs> yes. than Are we bigger than Oprah? No. Oh, yeah, that's a good question. No, and definitely no. not bigger than. Yeah. Oprah. All right. Yeah. Keep plugging away. You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. And you get a podcast. <laughs> so yeah, um, pretty much this episode is mostly going to be about L.A. Noir, kind of like how we did about Portal Two a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So our ground rules here is that we are going to talk spoilers um, up until the last homicide mission in L.A. Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're unfamiliar with the game, you move from um, the traffic desk to the homicide desk to the vice desk, um, and there's some more after that. But um, but yeah, so we're gonna go up into the last homicide mission, which is if you're playing on the inferior Xbox 360, that goes to what halfway through disc two. So I think you got one more case, one case in the vice desk, and then it goes to disc three. Yeah. Mm. Um, really? So, wow. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're actually closer to being done. I'm still on disc one of the PS3 version. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's oh, only oh. one disc. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. <feeling>. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that originally it was going to be six discs? Oh God! Oh. Like up until the last couple of months of development, it was. I wonder. I wonder wow. what six discs. Like I wonder what the difference was. Like <laughs> they're probably like people would lose weight just as much as if they were playing Connect or something, just having to get up and change discs. Well, you know, I guess they took out uh, they took out a lot of cases, didn't they? Like there's whole there's whole desks that aren't in the game. I read. Yeah, yeah like, like he, uh, he mentions at the beginning of Homicide that you come up from burglary, from burglary and I'm like, yeah. I never did burglary. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure that well, they had just finished says- they had finished burglary and they took it out of the game. Whoa, DLC, they it's it already on the disc. <laughs> They probably, I, it probably was just a, a space saver. Yeah. Um, cause, yeah you get the DLC disc. for uh, for the Xbox 360 version, they'll just send you a new disc. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say disc four? What the Burglary fuck? disc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the burglary and bunko desks. They were like <laughs> entirely finished, I want to say, or close to finished. It's crazy. It probably really? made a better game for it. Um, huh. which, I mean, I'm going to buy I'm about I'm to get, buy. get too far into the game too, too quickly, but... Um, Anyway, real quick before we really jump into it, those are kind of our ground rules. We're going to jump and we'll kind of put on the podcast where um, the spoilers will go up to. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk up until that mission, uh, the final homicide mission. Um, we won't I guess if you're a PC gamer, you can listen to this without a care in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we won't talk too many spoilers about that final mission because Anthony and Jeff actually haven't, they're on that mission, but haven't played it. But those are our ground rules and we figured we'd 
we figured it makes for a better podcasting when we can actually talk about a game rather than just be like, oh, uh, it's pretty good. I don't want to spoil it, but you got to play it because it's pretty good. <laughs> so, Things happen. <laughs> well, how's the thing? The thing is good. It wasn't as good as the other thing because of this thing. Yeah. So anyway, L.A. Noir, who wants to go first? How long, go. Did, how, long did it <laughs> take you, how long did it take you before you loved it? Ooh, good question. Ooh, that's a good question. Well, I, okay, so okay, maybe first. How does everybody feel about the game? I love it. I love it. I love, I love it. it. I love right. it dis- despite its flaws. I feel like I should say. Yeah, I think, yeah. There, I, there's some okay. things that annoy me about it, but I mean, I, I love it anyway. It's, yeah, it's got some huge issues, but yeah, it's it's one of those rare games. Like that's why I did the post on Gamer Sushi about like loving a game despite. Mm-hmm. all the stuff that's wrong with it because it's one like it was this, the first mass effect was the same way where it was like golly this game is kind of nasty <laughs> in some ways mm-hmm. like it feels like it's it's running on like bubble gum spit and prayers oh you know? yeah yeah no, the, well, <laughs> like just barely <laughs> happening you know um but i loved it and i feel kind of that way about la noir but granted la noir is a lot more polished oh yeah than mass effect ever was but um it's it, but it's actually actual design or gameplay issues it's got rather than like just you know being this big pile of gaming engine that barely works. <laughs> well, it does it does have it kind of engine related. It does have yeah. uh, some frame rate issues sometimes. I I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but mine like there was once when I was just like running through an alley, not not anything important. It was just an alley, and it was like chugging. Like it really? like, saw the frames. Oh, I've never had. Yeah, I've never had. No, I haven't had. I don't think I've had even a hiccup. Hmm. Well, yeah, I want to say I've that texture drawn, but I've never had frame rate drops. I'd be yeah. surprised, Anthony, if you had any, because I hear that I, this is one of those games where I hear the PS3 version is like clearly superior. Yeah, which most most Rockstar games are because I guess of the design of the open world and stuff. I'm well, something's got to go right for Sony at some point. But yeah, so I guess back to Jeff's question. You know, how long did it take before you guys felt that way? I really liked it. Probably within the first half hour, I was playing it. You know, I was just like, yeah, this is really good. I think after I did the first, um, you know, just like the first, like, I think the tutorial case was enough for me to be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I like this. Yeah. No, I was sold within, yeah, like two tutorial cases. Like, and my thing is, I hate the driving. I still suck at the driving. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've got I to hate the point that your, your performance is graded by the driving. Well, <laughs> I'm so bad perfor- at it. Just make your partner great. drive to everything. Yeah, but then you miss you miss some of the dialogue stuff. No, but you know what? You, mi- you miss you saw you the dialogue. The di- you miss some of the dialogue too, anyway, because he'll be in the middle of dialogue, and then I'll like run over somebody, and he'll be like, "What are you doing, you crazy idiot?" And then the dialogue cuts <laughs> off, and it doesn't always come back. Yeah, so if you make your partner drive, it does all the in between dialogue, and then it skips and forward it to skips the destination. Forward, yeah. yeah, it does the, oh, it does the crucial. No, it, absolutely, it yeah, does yeah, yeah. the crucial. And then once it's done with the crucial dialogue, it'll, then it'll it jump back. Forward. Yeah, I always it's make my partner everything. drive. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's if you're trying to uh, get through the cases quickly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. The driving is terrible. It's so easy to to run into buildings or or run into other cars or some other shit like that. I, yeah, I'd much rather not have to worry about that. You do, it's you funny because do... I don't think it needs to be an open world game. Yeah, it's kind it of doesn't really that need it is. to be. Nope. I mean, yeah. it, it helps it because it, it's otherwise it would just be, you know, like, okay, well, then you'll go here and then you'll go there. I think it adds but, to the real, the realism that that's probably why they did it. It, it adds to the atmosphere. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, mm, yeah, I agree. But yeah, it, I, I agree. I, that that thought occurred to me when I was playing. Like this, does, but, does this need to be an open world game? But I don't think it needs to be. I think you can have. I think you can have small pockets of seemingly open world. Like, yeah, because like the thing is like why it feels real and is not because I have to drive 10 minutes to get somewhere. It's that when I walk out of a door, everything looks like people are walking by and there's cars and there's, I mean, it just feels like this living, breathing city. So, so basically do that in pockets. Like, I mean, right. Well, what if right. it played I think more the only like, reason say, it actually is a fun, is a open world is so they could have car chases that you yeah know, probably yeah, go on forever. There's that. There's that. You, true, yeah, yes. you couldn't do the car chases. About if car chases. Have, yeah, you, you yeah, couldn't really that pull just it occurred off. to me too. And like the street, the street crimes, obviously, you know, they're they're spread out like that. But I, I don't know. I mean, they always run. Yeah, they always run. <laughs> no, well, it's, there is I a def- piece of dialogue where they're asking, "Why do they always run?" No, yeah, no. I, the, I just got to that. The, yeah. The funny thing is that is that right as he right as he ran away, I say to myself, "Why do they always run?" And then in game, one minute <laughs> later, he says, "Why do they always run?" And I just started laughing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so for those that haven't played it, um, <laughs> L.A. Noir is a video game. Team hit by Team <laughs> Bondi out of yes. Sydney. Um, Published yeah. by Rockstar. And um, you, I mean, you go around, you solve cases. It's actually framed kind of like GTA or like Red Dead Redemption and that there's the open world. Um, and so you solve, you go and solve cases, which is the actual meat of the game. I'd like to talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard my, my friend Frank basically he thinks that the game is hot garbage like he just doesn't think it's very good you know and he was saying the gameplay is so clunky you know he's like the 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 crime scenes are fun and all but like everything else is clunky and i was like well see here's the thing i'd argue that the crime scenes are the actual gameplay right yeah like that's the the interrogations so what part that's that's the meat of the game is that's what you're meant to experience. Was right. that so was he having gameplay system was he bothered by like the gunfights and the the, gunfights and the driving you know, the, I mean, the drive, the driving sucks. Oh no, driving. and that's, that was the thing. I wasn't arguing. I didn't argue with him about like the cover system. Also, is kind of janked. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, I won't argue with you about how crappy they are, but I would argue that the the gameplay is the the crime scenes. Right. It's not trying to be Uncharted two or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I, it, okay. the, the cover system, like you say, is kind of janky and everything, but it gets it gets the job done for what it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I, I haven't had to do a big gunfight in quite a while, actually. So no, no, I can't remember how many cases it's been since I've like. And I want to say there was like the one case where it's like there's bank robbers and there's something like 15 bank robbers you have to take on by yourself. Huh. Yeah, um, I got shot so many times. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. fine. <laughs> well, here's the thing: in the story, if you have problems, I haven't had this happen, but I know that if you have problems in the story and you fail it too many times, they'll just jump you past it. Like yeah, that actually, that actually did come up for me at one point in uh, one of the later cases, and I'm like, "No f you, game! I'm beating this." <laughs> Same here. Because <laughs> I wish I could talk a about real this gamer. such freaking BS, but I'll have to wait for the next time to really well, vent then, about no, it. There was there was a car chase that kept getting me. That that like after like three times I failed it. It said that you know you can skip it if you want, and I even still I went ahead and did it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't skip it. I, I it's not in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for I'd me, I, I first I <laughs> I loved the game pretty pretty early on too. Like it was probably during the tutorial cases. It's it feels unlike any any game I've played in a lot of ways. Um, like kind of what you guys were saying, like the atmosphere, 
Um, I I love the crime scene investigation. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. Like, Sorry to interrupt, but I just want to just touch on this point about the crime scene investigation. My favorite thing about the entire crime scene investigation, other than like actually doing it, is that little audio cue that it gives you that da na na after yeah. you oh, when you found all the clues after yeah. you found all the clues because it's yeah. so subtle like you hear it but you don't but I didn't notice like it the this, first couple times yeah right but that's the thing yeah. it's it's not like you found all the clues like it's not like <laughs> this like oh it's just this like Good slight job, background agent. thing it, but the thing is is it's brilliant because <laughs> It's brilliant because because then you're like, okay, cool, I'm I'm good. Now I can go like interview people yeah, exactly. and do other stuff. Like if if that wasn't there, I, I might just search around the crime scene for another ten minutes. You know what I mean? You can like, actually right. turn it off. You actually have the option of like if you don't want to have audio cues or because I, like I think the it's, other, I think it's brilliant though. Yeah, yeah, I, I would never like, turn that off. It gives you the the vibration on the controller when you're close to a clue. You can turn that off too. So like, really. If you're feeling really hardcore, you can go in with no audio cues and no physical cues. I would pick up every damn beer bottle that has nothing to do with every case. <laughs> yeah, and then wait for I him do. to be like, oh, it took a smarter man than me to connect this. Yeah. Well, I figure I feel I challenge feel like, I'm accepted. Like, I'm like one of these I'm like one of these beer bottles is going to be pertinent, damn it. Like <laughs> I know oh, no. if I pick up one more box of detergent and someone didn't poison somebody with it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and also I feel like I feel like it's relevant to cases when there are entire like cartons of cigarettes next to the crime scene. I'm like this is a little bit weird, right? Like, <laughs> or it's just, or it's just okay. Like, you know, and you know what's really neat about like the investigative crime scenes is, I had send this thought, lab. huh? Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I had I had this thought like early on because I was in one of the, it was the one with uh, what's his face? Uh, oh, that guy, Grunberg. Greg Grunberg. Oh yeah, Greg Grunberg. Yeah. When you're walking around his house and investigating, I was just like, man, it feels like. I'm in a house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels mm-hmm. like I'm in a house and I'm learning something about this person's life just by looking at their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Through it. Like they've, they, they've picked out the details of the world to go on so well. And you really start, I mean, the game is all about learning to think like a detective and interrogate like one. And I feel like they do a really good job of teaching the player how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I totally agree. Although I want to say that that Greg, the, the case with Greg Grunberg is apparent. It, well, it's not, it's not glitch. Well, for you, it was glitch. But I want to say it's also the case that everyone screws up. The yeah. first well, okay, here's the thing. Oh, you're not sc- supposed to charge the person you think you're supposed to charge. You're supposed to charge the person the captain wants you to charge. Well, see, for me, it wasn't even that. It was like I did it, and it wouldn't let me charge yeah, Greg, it would, Greg yeah. Grunberg. Like, it just wouldn't allow me to. Like, the option never came up. Hmm. So then, See, I, 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 I had it the other oh, way. Oh, really? I, could, I, could I had it the other way, start. yeah. I could only charge Greg Grunberg. I couldn't charge. Yeah, because he ran. He ran. I think. See, I think basically him. what I basically, as far as I could tell, there were some some crucial clues that or questions that I fucked up early on <laughs> in the case, and it like derailed the entire thing for me. Mm. That's something that's interesting about. I failed the game that too. case too, by the way. Yeah, it, like two star failed it. <laughs> Whoa! I two star failed. Well, actually, one. I did too. I two star failed one last night in um, in Vice. Pretty badly. <laughs> See, dude, the vice cases are so easy. See, I know there was one that was really hard, and I was like, "Oh, it's totally this one guy," and then it just wasn't. <laughs> I feel like the everybody the... was like, "You idiot!" Nice <laughs> <laughs> job, like the Greg. The Greg Grunberg case is like the 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 one that's sort of most symbolic of a, the problem I have with the game. Is it just feels like every single case is like. 
well, here's the hobo who has a bloody rope, and here's the husband who has a bloody shoe and a muddy and a muddy like a bloody shirt and a muddy shoe. You know what I mean? It's like, how do all these people have blood on their fucking clothes all the time? Well, <laughs> like. Well, I feel like there's just you know you haven't gotten to the final case. Yeah, yet. you have to. No, I haven't gotten to the final case, but I feel like that that's the that's the way it is with a lot of them. Like there's well, a lot of that. misleading yeah, things. It's like that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that's you know it just it, it's all blending together. So, so basically, what they're saying is trust the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a reason. Just, yeah, you'll, un, like, you'll understand. You'll kind of have to finish. Let me ask you. See how all that let me ask work. you guys this: How long did it take you to get used to the interrogation system? Because I finally got to the point now where I'm, I'm like, I'm still not used to it. I'm still not. Took me all the way to arson. Because <laughs> like, and I felt really stupid. Like, I felt really stupid like, early on. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh, well, you're obviously lying because I have this thing that says this." You know, he's like, "Oh, I wasn't there," and I'm like, "Well, I have this thing that says you were here, but that's not what I was trying to prove." You know, it was, it was just yeah. Being the game, we're on, we're going in different directions. So. See how how bad do you feel when the musical cue comes up and you bungle a question? It's oh, like, oh, 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 and you're like, so "No, bad. Cole, why?" <laughs> there was a vice. There was a vice case I was doing, and you get two questions to ask this guy. And I'm like, all right. I missed the first one. I was like, oh, damn it. Okay, okay. I've got, I got to nail the second one. Or I'm going to get nothing useful from this guy. And then I missed the second one, too. And I was so pissed off. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I wanted See, to start the case over. Like, I really did. Yeah, I, I do, too. Like, so, you know what the I funny the, the interesting thing about starting cases over? It, it automatically creates a new save for you. Huh. Yeah, I, I noticed that because I accidentally restarted the um, Grunberg case without meaning to. And... It, like now, whenever I resume, I have the option of my main save. That's like the the one that I've done throughout the whole thing, and then I have my replay save. What would you yeah. like your Grunberg hmm. save? Grunberg. <laughs> well, no, but it actually and it actually marks it out as this is the replay. And, I, and and that kind of that's kind of nifty because that's like all right. So I can't go back and fix the timeline. Really, yeah. what I can no. do is I can replay it and see how it could go the other way. But really, that one main save is my timeline of the game, right. which I thought right. would. Right, right, and, so, right. And, and to me, that's one of the most interesting things about the game is that the game keeps going even if you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's, it's, not. it's not like other games where it's like, oh, you got it wrong. You know, <laughs> you know, like start over. Yeah, um, like unless you let the suspect get away in a car chase or on a foot race, like and yeah, then right. which case it always starts you. But if like it like you mess up the the, the clues or the, the, the interrogation, you just messed it up. You can yeah, also contaminate the going. crime scene. I didn't know that. Okay. Really? You can? I, yeah, I accidentally drove over a crime scene in a car. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, because, like, you get... You're the you worst a, detective. You, you no, know, you get an achievement for getting in the different cars. And I'm like, hey, it's a crime scene photographer's car. I don't have that one yet. <laughs> See? Achievements messing up the game. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'd already beaten the game. I was on my replay, and I was like, what the hell? That's, That's awesome. amazing. So, okay, so here's the weird thing. I feel like I'm really good at crime scenes, and I'm really good at questioning, but I'm bad at interrogation room. And I, oh, I don't when know, you actually have to sit down and get a confession. Yeah, I'm t- I suck at that. I'm bad at that. Like it's weird. Like I'm because I feel really good. Like when I'm interviewing people, like on there, you know, like oh, let me ask you what's going on, and I'm like oh, and I'm just like knocking shit out, and then we get to the <laughs> interrogation room, and I'm like oh. I, Okay, I think it's I think it's this one. I think I have. Oh, you say oh. it's not you. Okay, it's probably not oh. you. Okay, it's, I don't have the evidence. I, okay. Oh, just on, oh I missed that one. Okay. Well, I got this next one. Oh, I missed that one too. <laughs> what I'm coming to understand in my limited experience with the game is doubt is usually the one you want to pick. Like when in doubt, just put doubt. 
Well, I mean, <laughs> like you well, hit that. I don't know like, if that's boom. necessarily true, though. Well, you know, well, so far with is, me, as I mean, there was so, one guy I just hit doubt three times, and like, boom, he confessed. I was like, oh. yeah, but sometimes he steamrolls. Like, you hit doubt, and he's like, I know you're the best, you know, blah, blah blah, and the guy just clams up on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, sometimes doubt they just get angry. Too. Yeah. Did you know that if you know that if you pick lie and back out? Yeah, you can back out. Yeah. So oh, you don't have the evidence. Can, like the guy will, yeah. like you can pick lie, and then so the guy will say, "Yeah." Right. So you can hear what the game wants you to look Just for. Mm. Like the guy will be like, "You can't prove that I was there at ten o'clock." You better you know? gotta <laughs> leave, Kappa. And then you look through it, and you're like, "Oh, I can't prove that." All right, back out. Doubt. I love that. I love when you prove lies, though, because like you're doing this thing. It's like you, you can't like prove where boss. I was. <laughs> you're like yeah. you open the evidence book. You're like tick, 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 tick. <laughs> and I hate that you can't skip to the bottom and the top of the. Of the clue list, Me but anyways. Too. Me too. <laughs> and Especially you, you, for really long cases with like twelve different clues. Yeah, you go like tick 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 tick, and then you're like, actually, you were here, and fuck you. <laughs> yeah, and because it's Cole like challenge accepted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. it's totally challenge accepted. Here's here's Lawyer. one of the problems I've had with a few of the cases is sometimes the game starts it starts throwing like because every case is a new series of characters because every case is treated like a like a Law and Order episode or like a CSI episode or something. Dung, dung. You know? Um, mm-hmm. So some of the cases, like like the one that really stuck out to me, one of the ones I did the worst on was the um, the one with the um, the movie um, the movie studio the, the shrunken head one? Yeah, yeah, the shrunken yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, dude, the, I bombed that one too. I bombed it so bad because they throw like 10 characters at you and then I was confused about who was who and the, the clues don't tell you. It's, it'll just be like, it'll have like a name says other name did this and i'm like i don't remember there's like five yeah. different people i'm trying to juggle and i don't remember who did what they throw a lot of names at and you I'm, and I then did so bad on that one because of that later on like where i'm at now they keep referencing other cases that i've done and i have right. no idea who these fucking people are yeah, yeah. Like, oh that's just like i was like i did that four days ago come on guys i mean i really yeah, think, i really think it's because they want you to like really like look at all your evidence and like all the shit you have like yeah. Before you yeah. do do anything, I think. That's well, they're respecting they're, they're respecting your intelligence yeah. in a way, which is interesting because yeah. yeah. a lot of games don't do that, and this game barely holds your hand, which is refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating, you know. Right. <laughs> it's refreshing. So one yeah, thing, you know what? It, it's frustrating in like a. You understand that you should. I want to do it. I want to do it perfect. <laughs> it's yeah, frustrating it's not, in a it's frustrating in a refreshing way, like a sprite with a really small hole to sip out of. <laughs> Is that gonna, is that the, your review of the game? Put that on the back of the box. Ship it. <laughs> no, but it, there's the, there's the difference between frustrating because the game is designed badly and frustrating because you're designed badly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, like I think I feel like once you get on a roll with asking wrong questions, like you just don't stop. Like that one with the uh, yeah, it's like it's like a the movie people. Failure. <laughs> yeah, with the movie people, I totally bombed interrogating the actress at the crime scene. Then I went to the hospital. Yeah, and you don't and, have the evidence to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know why? Because yeah. because you try to force it. Because you're like, you know, I gotta get me, this. Like, yeah, it's it's like when yeah, you're waiting. You feel pressure. This, yeah. This, this is my this is my analogy here that I'll use. It's like when you're waiting at an intersection to turn and then you have a chance to go but you don't. So then the next time you force it and cause a fucking accident. Yeah. And like when it's you like bungle, that. Cole also just oversteps the line so bad because I asked a little girl 
uh, some question. And I yeah, picked the wrong the thing, bitch. and Cole just flew off the goddamn handle at her. <laughs> you it's murdered like, her, ah. didn't you, little girl? You <laughs> murdered her in the face. Just doing my job. You understand? Sometimes Cole is stern, man. I love it when he called her when he called the lady an old hag. I thought that yeah, was yeah, nosy old hag. A nosy yeah. old hag. Then your um, then your partner's like, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> in, the, in the car ride back. Here's here's yeah. what's interesting about Cole. Um, I was telling Jeff this that when I first started playing, I didn't like him just as a character mm-hmm. because it was like he was because he was the dude so straight. From Mad Men. Well, yeah, because he was just like straight laced, kind of he's boring, way too straight and narrow. Yeah, well, yeah, he's I was like, like a I was like he was cut out. Yeah, in my head, I was like, well, he's just boring. You know, he's like a robot. But then I was like, oh, that was a conscious thing the developers did because every character comments on it and then as the game unfolds you kind of realize especially when you get into like the later chapters of the game you kind of realize you don't really know cole all that well yeah you know and like especially and like when you what start getting that sorry sorry to interrupt eddie no, especially no. when you start getting further into the uh, uh into the world war ii flashbacks yes you start realizing that cole like had no idea what he was doing yeah and that really affected him, which is why he plays such a straight-laced character in the early cases. Mm-hmm. Well, I did. I saw the the flashback on the bridge where he doesn't he doesn't yeah. know what to do because he doesn't have orders. Yeah, and then I yeah. was like, oh, like that was I think one of the first like peeks into that kind of yeah. thing you're talking about. And so it's a cool little thing that they do with a main character that it's like it, the more they un, like reveal about him the more you're like i don't really know this guy all that well <laughs> you know what i mean like nice. i thought he was just a robotic character to serve as kind of like my entry into the world but, as your avatar yeah yeah exactly but they're they actually did it that way for a reason which is pretty cool i really feel like it has some of the best writing i've seen in a game in a long time mm-hmm. like I, I i just i felt that way even at the start now i i'm sure some of the the dialogue is a little bit clunky here and there but yeah. i also I, I also think they're going for like a period tone with, yeah. and that might not ring true to a lot of people hearing that kind of stuff so what i like is it yeah, seems Palooka. to not have it seems to not have the uh the sort of red dead redemption thing where they talk about stuff that has nothing to do with the actual game or the plot it's just you know rock stars like you know spouting off about government or philosophy you know that kind of thing that red yeah. dead had a lot it doesn't have that. Everything stays true to the story. So yeah, Jeff, in that aspect, I think you're right. It, it feels feels authentic, you know. Um, I I love the feel. Like I feel like it really feels old timey. Like it yeah. It, it kills that. Like it when you walk out into the street and like the way the like the architecture of the buildings. Like when you walk into an apartment, like you it just feels old. Like. They they absolutely crushed that part of the game. I think. I, yeah, so and well. I have a, are you like one of the things that sort of bothers me a little bit? And like I said, it's all flowing together, so I don't really remember some stuff now. Um, I always feel like I'll or not always, but sometimes I'll solve a case, but I'll have no idea why the guy killed the person. Like I was just like, why? What was the motive here? Like, yeah, they actually don't necessarily tell you the the, the motives. It seems like. Yeah, like a, and, a lot, and, I think that happens on a lot of cases where they're like, "All right, done." Finish yeah, homicide. All yeah, the yeah, clear. Just finish the yeah, finish. Yeah, get get your clearance and then just move on. You know, which is fine in terms of the cop. Oh, no, 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 we're, we're saying no, 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 like no, the, no, the whole the whole desk, dude. Like you're complaining, you're complaining about something before you have the whole picture. Yeah, yeah, you you have to understand yeah. the whole story 
then you'll understand everything that why, you're asking you about. And why why it, it cuts off before? Why, yeah, why you don't understand the motive? Yeah, it's it's like kind of like looking at a puzzle with a center still miss, missing. You're like, I don't like. What is this a picture of? It's kind of like that. So I have to say that the the um, crime scenes with the dead naked women give me like chills. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was gonna mention before the podcast is like, um, you know, except for the one guy who got hit by the car, every single one has been a woman murdered, and I know women are more likely to be murdered than a man, you know, and all that. But it's like it's kind of creepy. Like, well, it's not know. even that. It's the it's the the naked dead women. That doesn't necessarily because that's sort of like just going off the Black Dahlia copycat. So that I get, but it's just like every single one is a woman. I'm like, come on, like. It, it's it's it was starting to like what's wrong with i want to send, value, send all these people to a psychoanalysis or something all i was saying was that just even those moments of having to inspect those bodies is just so disturbing like when you like when you like when you push the head from side to side yeah. and like the neck yeah. breaks. i got i got kind of i got kind of creeped out like i would be playing it by myself at night and i would get kind of creeped out when i had to investigate certain crime scenes um, or like the one where you got to turn her over and you look at the ring finger and like all the skin under her mm-hmm. ring finger had been peeled up and you can yeah. see her bone. Yeah, oh. that was gross. Yeah, and then the you know the we should probably move on here pretty soon because I think we've already been talking about this like twenty twenty five minutes. <laughs> um, but the, the final case in homicide actually really creeped me out a lot. Yeah, um, like the final the final case is actually really long. You know, like it, like if you think of the final case in Homicide, like a season finale, it's like two mm-hmm. hours long, essentially, mm-hmm. compared to like the other hour long episodes. Right. Um, I don't know if it's actually two hours long, but I think it's about twice as long as some of the other cases because the way it unfolds. Um, but like it's built on this whole thing where like all this stuff starts coming out and you're being led around like on a, like this wild goose chase slash like puzzle um, that's being laid out for you. Um, and... It, it was actually really creepy. I mean, it plays out like the movie Seven in some ways. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Um, it also and, introduces the balancing gameplay mechanic, oh God, which is I which I hate. So frustrated yeah. when they did, and like because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. No. Like it'll like he'll start to teeter one way, and then I'll push it the other way, and then he just falls. No, and I, then I'm like, I, I, think, I just gotta blaze through this as quickly <laughs> as possible and hope yeah. I don't fall three times. I think well, what I figured out is when he starts to teeter a little bit, go all the way the other direction, like go full. <laughs> and, no, and it works though. Like after I figured that out, I was like, oh okay, that's cool. So I stopped falling after that because like I just did a little bit, like to just uh, correct a little bit, and he would just fall off, and I would be like, well, yeah. what the fuck? But yeah, you have okay. to like way overcorrect. Yeah, here's here's another small nitpick I want to bring up before we move on. You know the part where you have to go to the middle of the tar pits, and then mm-hmm. at the end your partner picks you up in a boat. Yeah, and you're like, I was like where was the boat the whole time? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I had to solve this puzzle, and then you just come get me in a boat. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. One thing I wanted to say, just in general about the game, um, is that it really, really feels like um, an old adventure game to me. Like yes. it really, really feels like a Sierra game or like, like, like it feels like police quest Two, Like that was an old Sierra game, or it feels almost like a little bit like a, a fate of Atlantis, Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis. Like even, and especially like at the beginning of the game, it's like, Oh, I'm like solving stuff. And then all of a sudden, like you have to like start like punching people. Like it, com- it comes down to fisticuffs. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and that reminded me of the Indiana Jones game. Cause you did that in the Indiana Jones game. You would just start like, you would, everything would be cool. And then you just have to start like punching people. 
And well, so, yeah, the, the funny thing about the Indiana Jones game was there were like three different ways to play it. Mm-hmm. If you wanted mm-hmm. to be, you could be that guy that just punched everybody if you yeah, wanted yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah, yeah, exactly. You could do like brawl Tell that pass guy his or boat sucked. puzzle pass. <laughs> and so like, I don't know, I just feel like everything in the game. And then like the whole thing where it's like, I traveled to this place and there's this crime scene set up. And like, it feels like when you arrive in a new location in an adventure game and you have to go explore everything in that, you know, or like Mm. when you go into a house, like I felt like everything had that adventure game feel except for, except for the car chases and the foot chases and, and all of that stuff. It was really weird at the beginning of the game. I almost felt like it was because they give you a lot of action at the beginning. Yeah. And I, I, I was, I was like, Oh man, I wish there was less action. Like as weird as that is to say, say like, I, I was. I, I it wanted, starts to even out a little bit, yeah. Yeah, but then, slowly. like, once you get into the homicide desk, then then all of a sudden you're like really like getting into cases, mm-hmm. and that's when I think I, I think I fell in love with the game after the homicide, like after I got to the homicide desk. Nice. Or well, no, actually, no. I'd say probably like halfway through the traffic desk, I was like, okay, this is this is totally working for me. Yeah, so, the traffic desk is definitely good at easing you into the whole investigating thing. Mm-hmm. Does that really well. You actually made me think of it's funny. Like as far as the action goes, there were a couple times when like I, I got into gunfights where I, I ended up killing the guy, and like their reaction. So it, depending on how the case the street cases go, he'll either call an ambulance or he'll call the coroner, and they always look so disappointed in themselves when they have to call the coroner. Yeah, they really do. You yeah, know, you know they're just like. I can't believe I killed him. And I'm See, just I like, just thought you're always supposed to kill him, but then yeah, they always look so sad. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't think you are. I don't think you are supposed to kill him. I think you're supposed to try and injure them or or yeah. just uh, like do your best to not kill them while taking them down. Yeah, and that like uh you know, I think it's like the last traffic case when you're investigating the hit and run and you chase down the guy and you have to kill him when he takes the hostage. Like mm-hmm. you just feel like you messed up so bad. Yeah. Because he's like he was the major guy and you had to kill him. I want to say the only time that I, I felt like I had like I was justified in, in like killing the suspects was there was a street uh, case where it's like cop killers. I was like, all right, they killed a cop. I'm gonna kill these guys. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> really getting into the whole thing. <laughs> one of the thing, one of the things that really irritates me is the car chases because I feel like I fail them every time at least once. Well, I feel like they're set up to where. It's like I feel like I cannot bring like there are sometimes you can bring the car down, but it's very rare. Yeah. It's like it's set up on this thing where I'm just supposed to follow you until you crash, and which mm. is kind of annoying because sometimes they just last forever. And it's like okay, this just seems like this is just like a, a thing to like waste my time. I wish I wish I could make my partner drive during car chases. Yeah, <laughs> here you get them, and you can and shoot, you, and you can shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, I, I've have you had your partner shoot out the wheels before? Yeah, yeah. like it's yeah, only happened yeah. a couple of times, but. And then As once they get longer, you just you just wait for them to crash, and it's just kind of dumb. There was one where I actually I actually uh, snipped the back of him, mm. and his car like rolled over. Yeah, that happened which a lot. Which is pretty too. cool. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like most of the time they're like hit him, Cole, spin him out, and I like try to do that technique where the cop like clips the back of the car, yeah. and all all it does is bounce you off into the other lane, and he just keeps going. Mm-hmm. That's what I kept trying to do too. I was like, "Oh, this is what the real cops do." I'll just do that. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, I'm totally baller at driving. I enjoy it a lot. Like, I didn't start making my partner drive until I did my thing to get five stars in all the cases. Like, I like driving everywhere. I like it sometimes. 
Uh, but uh, and I like that I have the option to not have to drive everywhere. I think yeah. that that's that's a really good thing to put in there. And also using your partner for directions instead of a GPS was a nice mm-hmm. touch because mm-hmm. oh, that yeah. would have looked really yes. out of place. I love that. They did a really good job of minimizing the heads-up displays. Like they, I, they I bet only you pop they, up when they're necessary. Yeah, yeah I bet you yeah. if they could get away with never popping them up, they would, which would be so cool. But you know, it's yeah, kind of impossible. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you need that little mini map. Yeah. Yeah, just one thing I want to say. Uh, I was always talking with Eddie about how I wanted to replay Heavy Rain, and oh, yeah. I was telling him the other day I don't need to do that anymore. This sort of out Heavy Rains, Heavy Rain. I mean, they they're doing different things, but I feel like I don't need to go back and do Heavy Rain now. That's it just scratches the same itch. Yeah, well, see, that's yeah. what I, that's actually what I was gonna because I was gonna see if we can do some like closing thoughts on it before we move on, and that was one of the things that was like this feels like like I saw a tweet today that I didn't entirely agree with, but it was very funny. Um, it was like LA Noir does a lot of things well, but the thing it does the best is make heavy rain look really stupid, <laughs> which I don't, I don't I agree. go that far. Yeah. You know, but I mean, he was saying it for comedy, but I, right, yeah. I understand like the point that he's making. Cause it's like, yeah, like this does it's, I feel like it's what LA Noir wanted to be or what heavy rain wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like LA Noir is, arc, you know, LA Noir is heavy rain without as much pretension. Yeah. You know, with, like I think without I think, as much French. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that too. And with but, better children. <laughs> no, the children still freak me Jason. out. They're better, but they, they're still pretty freaky. No, they're freaky because they have real faces now. You know, we didn't even talk <laughs> about the real faces, by the way. Which is fine. Facial animation is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible, and everyone's talked about it. There, there are points in the game though where it's it incredible. almost, it almost has like a scanner darkly feel. Like it almost yeah. feels like rotoscoped real people. And yeah. it kind of creeps me out sometimes, but yeah, keep going. Like, I described it to my friend just like real quickly. I was just like, there was this part near the beginning during the opening montage, and I said there was this girl up against the wall, and she smiled demurely. And I was like, the fact that I could tell you she smiled demurely, and actually, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, like, mm-hmm. and you could tell. I was like, that tells you how good this game's animation yeah. is. Yeah, it's very impressive. And I, you know, I, we talked one time about um, um. Was it who was it? Someone was talking trash on somebody. It was the L, one of the LA Noir guys about heavy rain or vice versa? And uh, I think, yeah, I, I think, think the heavy Davis. rain guy, the Quanta guys, talked shit and said we have something better. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, well, yeah. you better step up. <laughs> exactly. They, well, you know what? Even if they hit the facial animation out of the park, they they've got to work on their storytelling. Yeah. Here's something that's interesting. Uh-oh. As good as the facial animation is, I feel like a lot of the um, the body animations are really awkward. Um, yes, you more can awkward, tell. Like, because in Red Dead Redemption, I thought that was one of the shining things was how fluid the body animation looked. And I'm like, man, if this had some of Red Dead Redemption's body animation, like the, a lot of video games have very exaggerated, you know, body animation because your characters can't emote all that well. Um, but like here, it's like you can actually tone down a lot of the body animation because your faces can actually do the work. Yeah, yeah. somebody smiles and it doesn't scare the piss out of you. Yeah, like there was <laughs> there was one in particular um, in uh, you know obviously I can't remember anybody's names, but it was the one <laughs> the the old hag case <laughs> where you sit down with yeah. the old lady and she tells you where the lady's room is. Her face looked normal, but then she does this really wide gesture, like pointing to where the room is on the other side of the house, and it looks so unnatural. Um, but there's a lot of moments kind of like that, you know, where it's like they're, you know, if they had toned that down. I actually thought the most impressive thing was uh, running upstairs. I actually think it's imperfect. It's perfect. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like yeah. not walking upstairs, but running when you when you're when you're hitting when you're holding the run button and you run and you upstairs. Take it two or three. And you time. do two or three steps. The way he does it is awkward because that's the way people actually run upstairs. Yes. And it's <laughs> yes. it's amazingly perfect. Like I like the first time I ever ran upstairs, I was like, oh shit, that's actually how people run upstairs. Like <laughs> Nick, was, I thought the, I thought the same thing too because running up and downstairs like in GTA Four does not look right. Yeah. Like Nico starts doing this like gimpy walk thing and just doesn't look like he's got a stiff like a charley horse in his leg or something so i actually noticed that too and it it was you're right that's really cool little detail that i liked it was yeah that was actually super as silly as it is running upstairs was super impressive to me also what is it why is the game obsessed with shimming up pipes i don't (laughs) i have no idea that seems unnecessary You I was like, this cop and this loafers is doing this? What the fuck? One thing, <laughs> one like, thing I do like, like is when you're, going, does it? when you're going up, when you're going up the stuff, I love that you right. just hold up and right trigger, and then he just winds his way up stuff. Yeah, like when you go up the, like, uh, the fire escapes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, like, in a GTA game, you would lose the control so bad in, like, a GTA-type game, you would lose the guy real quick. Yeah. Mission failed, start over. Yeah. Okay, well, some, some final thoughts on the game uh, before we move on. Um, I'm, I hope other video game developers take notice of LA Noir. You know, uh, that was that was something I read um, in a review when the game came out. Like, I didn't go read the review; I went and read like the first, you know, or the little synopsis or whatever because I didn't want to spoil anything. But it was like, I hope other video game developers take notice of what LA Noir's done, despite the stuff that's wrong with it. Yeah, um, just in terms of storytelling, atmosphere. Um, you know, beyond the facial animation, it does so many things right, and it, it, it it's something that I didn't expect. You know, completely. I'm so glad I went into it dark. You know. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, yeah and it, it succeeds at what it's trying to do, which is the crime scene and the investigation, uh, interrogation part, and everything. It, it succeeds in those aspects. Right. Yeah, yeah like it, you can you can nitpick it for like a million tiny little gameplay flaws, but then you're missing like the real thing that it's trying to do right. Yeah, right. if you're yeah. if you're if you're complaining that you can't like you know, make mayhem in the town or it's not, it's not enough of a, a sandbox, then you're playing the wrong game. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's an adventure game and GTA's clothing. Like, yes, though it looks like GTA. If you watch it, if you watch the game, if you like watch a friend play for like a minute, you think it's GTA, but it's not GTA at all. Actually, it's nothing like GTA or red dead in my opinion. And I'm, and I'm really glad that my stupid, that Phelps' stupid cousin doesn't call him to go out for beer or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, and it, it, I, I remember someone complaining about that, that there wasn't enough, you know, side quests or distractions, but I'm, I'm totally I don't want to do them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't even want, I did like six street crimes in a row, like the first six that popped up. I haven't done another one since. I don't, yeah, after, I, I, I did like, about half of them and then I started ignoring them because I just really Yeah, I was like, I've gotten all I'm going to get out of this. They can also throw they can also throw you off a case if you go do them at the wrong time. Yeah, I found that out. They take me way out of the way too. That's what was pissing me off. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna save them until I finish the story cases and then just do all this. I'll I'll pick up all the the side quest stuff afterwards. Yeah, like I just love going to crime scenes. (laughs) You know, talking to people. Get to where's the naked lady? You know. No, I um I uh I I only did one, and just to get the achievement. I actually didn't. I actually didn't want to do any of the street crime. Like I don't care about those at all. To be perfectly, you know what? There was one. It was so like it was so weird because it was a guy who's gonna jump off a roof, 
And I guess maybe there was like an unseen countdown because the entire mission was just climb to the top of the roof. And once you get there, you talk them down and that's it. You don't even say you don't get to choose what you say. He just talks them down automatically. Yeah. I was like, that was it. Just climb the drain pipe and walk yeah. over. Yeah. That's when I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Forget this. <laughs> it's like it's like Mass Effect side missions. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, and my friend that, that had all the issues with it, he was saying like, you know, he was like, the actual gameplay just doesn't work. And, you know, the crime scenes, he's like, I don't, he's like, if I really want to do crime scenes, I would just like watch a TV show because it just feels like a long, boring movie. And I'm like, see, I don't think this game's for you then. Like, if you don't yeah. like the crime scenes, then you're playing you're the wrong like game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. I totally agree. So that's my recommendation. <laughs> if people play L.A. Noire. And we have talked about I it agree. for like 40, 45 minutes now. <laughs> And vaguely as well. <laughs> Game time! This week, we're going to play percentages. Because from what I understand, Eddie informs me that percentages is the game we did the longest to go. Other than over-under. Which is our special every few month game. So, we're going to do percentages. And there wasn't a lot of news this week. So we're only going to do three questions, but I still think we can have some uh, some good conversations. So we're going to start off with, I'm sure everybody saw it because it was posted on the Gamer Sushi site, the Modern Warfare 3 big trailer came out this week. And so is that a game? <laughs> and uh, I saw it on like uh, d during the NBA playoffs commercial and it was all over online i mean it was like a really big like hey we're coming out we're a game it's going to be awesome and i i quite enjoyed the trailer and i wanted to see what you guys thought so based on the trailer that you just saw maybe it changed your mind maybe it didn't whatever we'll find out but based on that chances you will now buy modern warfare 3 start with eddie 80%. Mitch. 100%. Jeff. 75. Anthony. One double double zero percent. Oh, man. Is that 10,000%? I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> One double zero zero. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled a Jeff and you didn't even know it. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to answer. Right, can we rewind a little bit? We'll just re-record and you can edit it in. 100 Americas. You'd be like, Eddie, what percentage would you do? And I would just go, blah. <laughs> <laughs> would you go, would you go, would you go, incepted? <laughs> boom incepted that's what they did they incepted us all maybe that's why we want to play it is because they boom incepted us we, could, yeah. we should just insert it every now and then through this <laughs> <laughs> maybe after maybe after each topic we'll just have a bong <laughs> like the podcast is driving forward to some like epic conclusion <laughs> all of us fight or something <laughs> <laughs> So good. I okay. feel like maybe Sorry. Kotaku was behind the inception, like the leak or something. I know what your final music is going to be, Nick. Shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that, too. And you said that. Oh. Um, okay, so to get back to it, I guess... Uh, uh, Mitch Anthony, were you already going to buy it before the trailer? Yeah, yes. my, my kind of thing was like, 
after the Kotaku leak, I was like, I feel super bad for all these people who worked so hard on this just to have it leaked before they were ready to show it. So out of pity, I'm going to throw some money their way. <laughs> that was my thing. Yeah, and I saw the trailer and I was like, it. it was pretty cute. Well, you know what I mean. I just, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Eddie. You're going you're gonna to get on the Infinity Awards website and send them a, a donation through PayPal. <laughs> just like, yeah, so like, send them like, $15 so they can eat tonight. I don't actually want to buy your game, so here's the $60 I would have spent on it. Buy yourself something pretty. <laughs> yeah. Here, buy Battlefield 3. Um, <laughs> no, I was always going to buy it because I kind of like Call of Duty's multiplayer. I, I still play... <laughs> <laughs> I still play Black Ops, and um, that's one of the reasons I didn't get very far on L.A. Noir is because they had a double experience points weekend on Black Ops, and uh, I just so I wanted to you know get up to level twenty five or so. Oh come on! <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't actually know you were still playing Black Ops. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm impressed. Because, yeah, and I you know I still keep Halo Reach. That I mean I just like having like one or two multiplayer games that I could just you know play in with my friends at any time. And when um, Modern Warfare 3 comes out, I'll probably trade in Black Ops, and then I'll go with that until the next Call of Duty game comes out or until I get tired of them. Nice. See, I will literally only play the uh, single player. <laughs> and co-op. So that's like, that's like five hours of entertainment for me right now. I played Modern Warfare, <laughs> the first one, Call of Duty 4. I played the multiplayer for about 30 hours before I touched the campaign. I just couldn't stop. Every time I was like, I'm going to play the campaign, I'm like, no, i got to play multiplayer. I was like addicted. Well, and and that's the thing is like every multiplayer since then has been based off COD Four. Right. Exactly. Everyone's so. trying to to do. I mean, that. Is, is there going to be more co-op in the next one? Have they said? I assume so. There's allegedly. Yeah, they'd be, uh, they'd be crazy not to add it. We never really. So I I played some co-op with Nick, but we never really played through all of the missions, which is too bad. They were fun. They, they were got fun. hard as hell at the end some of them are really really hard yeah i played a lot of them with jace and they, they some were of them really were unfair fun. hard i three-starred all of them on the pc where it doesn't count because there's no achievements to validate your time <laughs> <laughs> didn't happen might as well have done it in your dreams i'm three achievements away from 100 percenting modern warfare 2 and that will stand as one of my greatest shames <laughs> <laughs> he actually started weeping yeah you actually sounded that. really upset your voice broke <laughs> Like you were hitting thank, puberty. That was... Thank God we're not doing a video cast, you guys, because my <laughs> cheeks are salty. <laughs> no, I gave it a. I gave mine a. What 80, did I give it? 80. 80. 80. A um, <laughs> I, I, I did that because I was probably going to buy it anyway, just because like, I, I try to buy everything. You probably already got some like crazy system worked out in your chart where okay, you yeah. actually get like fifty dollars back for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. J- just just a little spot just reserved. To, just to uh just a little bit, just insert. What are what have you paid so far this year for video games, Eddie? Why don't you inform 20, it? Twenty six dollars. Twenty six dollars. And what was that even what was that even for? Um, it was like two dollars on LA Noir, like two dollars on Dragon Age Two, and like twenty dollars or twenty one or twenty two dollars on uh, Grand Turismo Five. So the only like, the, the only big AAA release I paid full price for was Dragon Age Two, which you know is worth like five dollars now. Um, yeah, I added up. I've, it's five hundred dollars worth of games. Mm-hmm. But no, I got Portal Two for free. I got LA Noir for free. Um, I got a couple other things for free. And then I just traded them in a bunch and got some more credit. So I've already, I've already, oh, I know what it is. I've already pre-ordered uh, Skyrim and Uncharted Three, and they're completely paid off. Nice. Wow, 
Good job, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> so sorry, Eddie. Go back. Go back. Yeah. Um, so I was probably going to buy it anyway. Um, so it was, it was probably sitting at like a 60, 70%, but the trailer was actually really awesome. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is, I'm probably for sure going to buy this. Cause before it was a question, more of a question of, I'm probably going to buy it, but it might be, you know, very end of the year or very early next year. Kind of what I did with black ops. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I'm probably going to get this day one. Cause that looks really fun. Yeah. Um, like just the, it, it, it reminded me of the things I loved about, the things I did like about Modern Warfare 2 and the things I loved about Modern Warfare, just like the big, crazy, uh, dramatic... Yes, I so agree. Oh, this looks, this looks batshit insane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I just hope that there's a better narrative kind of threading it all together. And a lot of people will be uh, like, oh, no one plays Call of Duty for the story. I, like, I, I do. did. Modern <laughs> yeah. Warfare, that's what yeah. really got me, was the story. That's actually why I'm, I'm so low, is I felt kind of burnt by Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I also felt like there. Well, I also felt like there weren't any like, uh, you know, genre defining levels that uh, made up for the lack of a good story. Because honestly, the first game doesn't have a great story, but uh, the, uh, the way it's told, it it doesn't it doesn't get in its own way. Yeah. So yeah. Much, you know, like it's it's not like the best story ever told, but it doesn't act- actively sabotage itself. <laughs> the greatest story ever told. Jesus, Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty, Call- Christ stops. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just it's interesting because they're going to be going what they showed. I mean, in the trailer, at least they're like in France and Germany and America and Britain, London. I mean. Yeah. That just seems to me like, and it, of course, they're probably hyping it up more than actually. It's like they might have one mission in France, and it won't be epic because there won't be Inception music. But like, it, <laughs> it makes it seem the trailer makes it seem well, we like. We go look sh- at Kotaku right now and figure out exactly oh, yeah, how many no, there, was right a, there was a preview event. <laughs> there was a preview event they did today or yesterday. It was on the websites today, and it said that um, they're sort of more focusing on the um, the large scale combat and everything like the really big like this is a worldwide this is world war three and we want you to yeah. feel that way and there's I gonna be like a lot the of the like logo flip the with the m to the w or the was cool. m. I, I was like oh fuck I was like, oh, that's <laughs> you know granted everybody does a thing about world war three but still it was kind of neat yeah exactly but yeah i just i i hope that it is as big and epic as the trailer makes it seem like when the sub comes out of the water and like you're on like a little like like what the fuck? You're on like a jet ski almost. You're like on this yeah. little like inflatable like dune buggy fucking boat. Like I don't even know what the fuck it is. You're like and in water wings or it's, something. It's, it's called a rib. It's a rigid inflatable boat. Okay, yeah, sure, one of those. And then a fucking so like Red <laughs> October fucking goes. Sorry, sorry for <laughs> knowing stuff. Whatever Canadian, listen. <laughs> fucking hunt for Red October. America, Sean Connery is next. I'm glad to you. nobody heard my joke. What did you say, Eddie? I did. I heard it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to listen to the podcast very intently (laughs) and then either laugh or be mad, depending on what it was. You guys didn't like it. I asked if it was ribbed for pleasure. There it is. (laughs) See, when he said that, I chose to be an adult and ignore that. (laughs) No, see, the reason I know that is because I'm from Canada and our entire Navy is one of those with a machine gun on the front. (laughs) (laughs) Your entire Navy? You don't have a shit. No. (laughs) <laughs> that that's our ship. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. The SS put, Canada. Do you put moose heads on it on like the front of it? Yeah, we just drive around <laughs> one of the lakes in the backwoods and then peg moose with a machine gun. 
Nice, nice. I bet it looks yeah. like the 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 Reaver ship and Fire and Serenity, but just, just like, like just like moose body parts, <laughs> just like strapped onto the sides with chains. <laughs> That's an amazing mental image right now. By the way. <laughs> I believe wow. in the breeze as it comes out of the ocean. I just picture Jane wearing a stupid hat. <laughs> That hat is awesome. You take that back. We are like Thelma and Louise, and Eddie is just driving <laughs> us right off the cliff. <laughs> okay, Man, on that a note, hat like that. No right, one will I mess with him. I think it's time to move on. On that note, I think topic. we're going to move on. Um, it Modern also game. was uh, released this week that David O. Russell has ditched the uh, Uncharted film project due to creative differences and him being crazy, I guess. AKA, um, he couldn't squeeze an Oscar out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were, you know, remember all this stuff came out, and we we talked. About... We were pissed. Yeah, we talked about it and stuff, and uh, this was this was a while ago, and we were super mad. But now he's off the project, and we're like, maybe happy, maybe not. We'll see. But my question isn't if you're happy or not. It is just, what do you think the chances are that an Uncharted film actually is made and released in theaters? Mitch. Uh, push. <laughs> okay, Eddie, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what? I'm freaking pushing, and that's my goddamn answer. So you're answer. going 50? I'm going 50%. Jeff. Deal with it. 40 Anthony, don't say one dollar. <laughs> uh, no whammies, no whammies. Ninety-eight percent. Whoa, Eddie. Fifty-eight percent. Such a weird number. Okay, Anthony, why is it going to be made and be the best movie of all time? Go. Because now Nathan Fillion can be in it. Um, <sighs> the reason it's going to be made is because the article that stated that he is gone praise Allah for that is because they also said that they've already got people working on the script already, like doing a rewrite of the, the story treatment they already have. And they said that they are still actively looking to get this made. And I think it's something that, you know, they want to, they want to get it made. You know what I mean? Like it's because it, it translates well to the screen in terms of just like, it's an action movie. They make movies like that, like Sahara you know, with Matthew McConaughey is basically that, an uncharted movie. That, yeah, but Sahara is not a good example because that bombed. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like you know there are movies like this that are made relatively easily, and it's not like say like a Bioshock or something like that. So I think it'll be made. Okay, well let's just go down the list here, Eddie. Yeah, I gave 58. I think it's likely that it'll get made, but just because people want it to happen and are trying really hard to make it happen doesn't doesn't amount to a whole lot when <laughs> in hollywood because what ender's game they've been trying to make that a movie for how long now jeff mm, at least 20 years yeah <laughs> so well watchmen um, was trying to yeah. be made for how many years until yeah so did. i mean and warner brothers is actively trying to make super has been actively trying to get superman made and it's finally getting made but it there were concerns that they wouldn't get it out in time for their copyright to renew or whatever it is where it's going to be handed back over mm -hmm. um so so yeah, like I, it's likely that it'll get made. So that's why I went about fifty eight percent. Like I, it'll it'll probably get made, but um, you know, just because a lot of people want it to happen doesn't, you know, 
yeah. doesn't always make it make it so. <laughs> yeah, Especially they, they for tend to get in their own way sometimes. Yeah, like like hiring David O. Russell, for instance. Yeah, <laughs> to do it, which is I still I can't that's, make any a, sense. Yeah, it's a really it's what, a head scratcher due to that movie. Well, I mean, just the like. So I think it's good that they parted ways over it. I mean. I, I think it's probably silly to think that they actually listen to fans on this one because if, if they let, you know, they probably it was probably more like stuff that doesn't actually have anything to do with us that just you know makes us happy. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I I just feel like this is not a good uh, thing for it for it to happen in the the first place. And and it, and it also feels like video game movies. You have to strike while the iron is hot. You can't be Doom and come yeah, out. Yeah. You know. 15 years later. So the more trouble they have making it, the, the more likely it's going to be doom or Sahara <laughs> or not even happen, you know? Yeah. So it, yeah. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually kind of wonder if the, cause part of the, the article said that the studio really likes the original draft that I guess is what got either got Russell interested in the movie in the first place or who knows what, there's another draft of the movie that that exists before he took his hatchet to it. So I, I, I kind of wonder, like, what what is different about that? Like, what's what's part of that movie that the studio likes? Because that's the thing. Like, that's what they're they're going back to. They're like, okay, we liked this, 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 and this. We're gonna start from this and rewrite it. Yeah, Anthony, because Anthony sent on an email thread with with this story in it, and I, I liked what. I liked what you were saying because it was like, don't give me this crap about how it's so hard to make a video game movie. It was just that he was doing all this ridiculous stuff with it. Yeah, that... he had his own story that he was <laughs> yeah. just going to attach to. Like, don't the make mo- that the... movie and don't call it Uncharted. <laughs> yeah, he was going to attach it to Uncharted so he could get this movie made and he was just going to exploit this franchise so that he could get the money for the movie. That's like, basically what I think he was doing. I have no proof of this. Like the idea but... of the, the world the globe trotting family that enforces justice on people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Joe Pesci and Robert didn't like, I just don't even yeah, and like they're, they're in New York and an antique store and this and that. Like, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, have you, and then he's like, well, the, the game didn't have much of a story. And I'm like, okay, look, maybe it wasn't like a Hollywood, maybe it wasn't an I heart Huckabee's quality story, but you know, Burn. don't fucking sit here and say that it didn't have a story, you know? There's lots of game, you know, movies and games like that where it's like, go here we go and find the treasure and the mystery and stuff like that. That's a time-honored trope of Hollywood. It's easy to do. Mitch, do you have Um, no, I kind of push because like it either will get made or it won't. I don't really care. <laughs> I didn't really care that David O. Russell was doing it in the first place. Shut I didn't up, care Mitch. that. I didn't care that he was doing all that crazy shit because I got the game. I don't need to see a film. Knowing Hollywood, it'll come out like 20 years from now, and I'll be an old man. I'll be like, wasn't there a game with a guy who sat, was in every game, and now it's a movie? So when you're 40, <laughs> freaking leave, I thought the healthcare was good in alone. Canada. Why are you going to be like that when you're in 20 years? That's... I drink heavily. <laughs> I'm now. Yeah, you'll be like 44 then or something. Something <laughs> like, like that. That's four yeah, years past dead. <laughs> you've, had a, you've had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listen, you have no idea how hard the winters are up here, okay? They're like the win- <laughs> they're like the winter. Yeah, exactly. They're like yeah. the winter in Game of Thrones. In we Westeros, like, it's yeah. going to be a 10-year winter and the whites are going to come, you know. The whites. <laughs> the whites. 
I thought Canada was already white. What the? Who am I? W i g h t s. Oh, the whites. <laughs> the White Walkers. <laughs> oh man, that's what, watch in, that's what we say. That's what we say. That's what we say in the winters in Nicaragua too. <laughs> <laughs> the whites are coming. Oh fuck! That was Is so that pronounced good. differently than how I pronounce it? Probably, if everyone's laughing. No, I'm pretty no, sure that's sounded, no, it's, it's, it's whites. No, it's yeah, just, it's, just, it's just the context. It's just what you like, said. The whites are coming. Yes, the whites are coming. So it sounded like, like just all the white people are crossing the border into Canada. <laughs> that really, really, really tickled me, Mitch. I love you. Um, the Oregon on. people are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Now we're gonna get like the wang. <laughs> we're gonna get like the like, and then it would be a, a shot of a bunch of white people like running at like a fence. <laughs> <laughs> and then the moose, and then, like, the moose sub comes up from the water this. to fight them. <laughs> oh, and then like a bunch of people are standing on a tower and like flannel. Just like this is where we fight. <laughs> Hot maple syrup being pulled, being poured off of towers onto people. Like boiling maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are what, number three. Yeah, number three. <laughs> the number wheels. Three. That was that was one of the best rabbit holes we've ever gone down. But um, I just like the show. I just like the because the trailer it would be fades to black. The people running at the fence fade to black. Moosehead, antler, reaver, submarine, blah, and then <laughs> Mitch's thing. Flannel commandos. Flannel commandos. Oh, Number man. three. I almost did a spit take right there. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Um, <laughs> number three. Uh, it was, this is like a drunk cast. We're sober. <laughs> it was announced that uh, The Witcher, The Witcher 2, <laughs> uh, is releasing a patch that is going to un-DRM the game because it was running too slow with DRM. And I thought this was kind of interesting. So I wanted to, to ask uh, you fine gentlemen, <clears throat> do you think uh, chances in the future more games will start taking out their DRM? Jeff? 85%. Anthony? Uh, 70%. Eddie? Forty-five percent. Mitch. Twenty-five percent. Okay, um, Mitch. Why will DRM be in games forever? <laughs> um, DRM is going to be around in some form or another because I don't think, like, I just don't think that video game companies—they're hanging on to DRM like a life raft in the ocean of piracy. Like, they're not ready to let go of what they think is working, even though, like, it's been demonstrated time and time again that it's not working nearly as well as they think it is. But they're just not giving up. Like, I just—I don't know how to ex- how to explain like what like how I feel about this because like obviously it's a good thing they're taking out DRM because it's causing. Um, performance issues but like you just see everybody else like still using drm in all their games so i just don't think they're gonna gonna give it up anytime soon well i mean yeah that's the thing like like you said like it doesn't work like i mean it it, every single scenario i've ever seen drm do something it hurts people that actually paid for the game 
Yeah, and every it, single it, time. It, it hinders paying customers, and it actually like incentivizes the pirates to break the thing and you know try and figure out how to get it for free. And yet right. they just haven't removed it completely because I guess I guess somewhere someone is making a decision who doesn't really understand how the internet works. Yeah, exactly. And he th- and he like, thinks that like he thinks the, that it's working. You need to put that game point. in a better lockbox. <laughs> <laughs> like the Can music industry, the music industry didn't understand the internet and it killed them. So well, the thing is, Amazon MP3 is DRM free. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. ju- it, ju- it took them long enough. And Jeff, actually, uh, all of all of iTunes is DRM free now too. I think, or at least a lot of iTunes. I think is DRM most free. all of it is. Most of it. Yeah, I, I think it's not. I think it is. So that's the thing. Like, I I feel like. The end result is ultimately ultimately going to be everybody realizes, oh wait a second, this isn't working, and they start plugging off, and and people, um, you know, like it, it moves towards DRM free, just like music eventually moves towards it. It might take longer, but I think it's going to happen. Okay, so Anthony, that's why that's why I rate it high. Um, the same reason. I every time I see a story that has anything to do with DRM. Uh, the comments section is flooded with people who are freaking out and just saying get rid of it. And um, I think the difficulties that it gives uh, the publishers. Um, I'm thinking of like EA and like what was it? Um, they're got Spore. Spore. They have yeah. some problems with that. Yeah. Um, the, you know, I, I think it's going to be more trouble than it's worth, and they're going to eventually just say, you know what? This this isn't working. It's people are still pirating these damn games anyway, so we might as well just take the DRM off and not harass our paying customers as much as we possibly can. Eddie, yeah, I kind of went uh, just under fifty, mm-hmm. just because I don't. Um, I think that that some will start to take notice, but you're always going to have the few that that still kind of cling to it. Um, but I think I think it will move in a positive direction. But yeah, I think that there will still be people that still cling to DRMs for whatever reason. Um, you know, I, I think it's a very cool move by um, CD Project. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, for them to do this because it's like, hey, your users are like, hey, we love your game, but we can't play it very well. And they're like, oh, well, all right, screw it. <laughs> you know, like, here, have this. Um, I thought it was a pretty cool move by them. So yeah, I hope people take cool. notice. It's a very I hope cool people move. take notice. Yeah. Uh, I've heard I mean, the I, game is great, by the way. Yeah, I have too. Are we gonna? Is somebody, Mitch? Are you gonna play that? I'm. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna play that uh, next month or something. See, I want to play it, but I feel like I gotta play it because I asked on Gamer Sushi what people thought, and and I was told that I should play the first one because it's only five bucks, right? Or it's it was on sale. It's ten dollars. Oh, fail! F that. I'm just gonna pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. I bought it when it was on sale. But like, so the one thing is, if you get it for ten dollars, you are getting the full enhanced version that it has like all the patches that apparently fix some of the problems with the game. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really curious. I'm really curious to play it. It's getting good. I just reviews. want to see that magic strip tease. <laughs> Her, I heard her is that. And we and we do know that it was released because IGN gave it a nine. So, <laughs> so it's a game that came it is out. a game that came out, which is I heard it's exciting. really hard, and I heard it doesn't really help you along like at all. It's just like here is a thing to fight, fight it. And I've heard like on Penny Arcade they were writing about how he died forty times in the tutorial battle. Oh no! 
He's like, I'm not even exaggerating. He's like, I counted. <laughs> I died 40 times. That's ridiculous. And he's like, the game is probably giving me hints, but I don't notice the hints because I'm fighting a dragon. Well, yeah, it's like there's tool, there's tooltips on the left side, but he's he's busy killing a dragon. <laughs> yeah. And it's all I hear the way the combat in The Witcher works. Like like I said, I could be totally wrong, and I'm not speaking from any experience. Well, the co- so the, com- wrong, the combat changed from, from one. <laughs> the, the thing I understand is the combat changed from one to two. Okay. So in the first one, I've I've literally only played like the first hour of, of the first game. Uh, the combat is you click on the enemy, and it, to swing the sword, and it, it's sort of kind of like so in it's Dragon, like Dragon Age two. It well the. Not exactly. It's it actually reminds me more of of the first Dragon Age in that like you click and he he goes at it, and then you wait for an icon that tells you that you can do a um, a combo move, and you click. Cool down combo moves or something. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's so he's sort of like he goes he starts attacking and then there's an icon that says all right if you click now it'll he'll do a combo move, and then apparently that that was one thing that bothered people is that the combat is basically a lot of clicking. Yeah. Just like click on the guy until he's dead. Well, I know in two that it's more about the preparation mm-hmm. before a battle than like the actual battle. It's more about like the kinds mm-hmm. of stuff you prepare yourself with, like potions or something mm-hmm. like that, which I could be talking completely out of my butt. Well, that's How many there. witches oh. you can err? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to prepare spells with like with like ingredients, like in well, old D and D? I think there's. I think, I think so. so. I think sort of, and it's like, oh, yeah, you you are fortifying yourself. There's so like that, a so gas potion about, that you can yeah. combine with fire. Yeah, it's like, all well, about yeah. how you prepare for a battle. Yeah, in the first one, you like when you're starting it up, you have the option of when you're picking the difficulty, it tells you, all right, if you play it like this, you don't need alchemy. The the medium setting is alchemy is helpful, and then the hard setting is you have to use alchemy to live in the game, and so. Like, all I've done so far is people gave me potions because I haven't gotten to the point where I can make my own. They're just like, here, use this when you need life or use this when you need stamina and you're supposed to, to keep them up and use them at important parts of the, the game. I mean, I'll, I'll probably end up playing it more. So I'll be able to tell you guys more about it. But it's interesting so far. So, yeah, I, 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 maybe that's what they, they amped up in the sequel. Nick, what do you feel about the DRM thing? Um, percentage, bro. Percentage, bro. Percentage. I think I think I'd go sixty percent. I think that uh, it's going to start happening more and more. I don't even know. I want to say there's another scenario where somebody was just like fuck DRM recently, and I don't remember what it was, but I just feel like there's this kind of unsaid shift change almost. This like movement towards not as much DRM, like where it's just kind of final realization of like, this isn't quite working and it hurts us more. I mean, I feel like if they keep doing DRM and it keeps causing issues, there eventually will have to be a point where they have to start taking out DRM. Yeah. I I mean, so like, this is huge. This was like a 30% like increase in performance. That's, that's significant. I mean, Hmm. And so you know the one the one funny thing is that we're only talking about PC games like consoles basically are entirely DRM and it's not even like a, an issue you think about. Well, right. Well, cuz people don't really I mean, I'm sure like one or two dudes do, but people don't really pirate uh console games. Right. And pirating is a PC game. I mean, it's a it's just what PC gamers do. They just pirate shit. Like It's their thing. I want to say there's like 
there's like two million people pirated uh, StarCraft Two. Those people can't play online on Battle.net with anybody, but they pirated mm-hmm. it just to play like the single player campaign. I guess, right? Or I don't know, whatever. Probably but, just because they could, or you know? or because they could. I think some people just download the game because it's like available. Like they're well, like, you know, yeah. Actually, that's how in college when I I downloaded MP3s all the time, I would just look for stuff that was there and I'd get yeah. it because I I was like, all right, I can get that. Like that that I think that's part of the mindset. It's like, all right, it's available. I'll take it. You know, well, and it's just like PC gamers. I mean, it's just like the PC user in general, like. They just have this, like, they grew up and they just got everything. They pirated music and they pirated this and they pirated that since they were kids. So they just feel entitled to all this shit. They're like, well, I deserve this game. Fuck the developer. I don't care about it. Everybody pirate this game. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that whole, it's a mentality that a lot of PC gamers have. I'm not going to say all of them do, but a lot of PC gamers have. Um, But part of me at the same time, like as much as I vilify the PC gamer, part of me wants somebody to go to like a CEO of EA or whatever and just shake them and be like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, please, please realize that all you're doing is hurting the consumer. Yeah, because like, yeah, like people, remember that, the people that do actually want to do this, you're actually making you're making it a pain for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like remember Spore, how much of a pain in the ass it was to even like use that game legitimately. Yeah, right. So everybody pirated it because it was easier yeah. to use. That's silly. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think that is that is all we we have for the game and for yeah, that's, Elaine. Mark. That's the that's the end of the game. That's uh, who won? Zero. Yeah, who won? Why well, you didn't do your thing? You got mad at me last week, and you like rage quit the podcast. Or was that two weeks ago? Whenever it was. That was two weeks ago. And I said, I'm, feeling, I, I'm that, feeling calmer now. I'm feeling a little bit better about things. I just want to be told that I won, and then we can end this peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he, he rage quit it because he said, because we said we were never going to win, and then he won the next time. So he has no reason to be angry anymore. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally fine. So as long as that continues, I'll be okay. This is this is like appeasement. It's like, okay, if we give him Czechoslovakia, he'll just <laughs> he'll he'll calm down. <laughs> I don't want Czechoslovakia. We can have, I want to win the game. Then we can have peace in our time. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. You know, I am uh, Jeff. Jeff, yeah. No, Jeff won. <laughs> How did I win? What did I do to win? I don't know. I just, I no, just... disqualified. DQ. You were there. <laughs> you, so now I it's down know. to me, Mitch, or Anthony. But don't pick Mitch. <laughs> <or Anthony. laughs> Mitch, they're DQ'd. No, what? Why? Okay, I know why I'm DQ'd. But why is Anthony DQ'd? Congratulations, Jeff. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take. This I take bullshit. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I will. So I was hoping that we would start comboing <laughs> those. By the way. Yeah. So th- that's the thing now. Blah is the new. <gasps> no, we just, do both. No, you, though. You, you, yeah, you do the. You do this. <laughs> <laughs> people, people, everyone's unsubscribing for the podcast right now. Yeah. Like, I can't deal as, with these noises. As soon as they hit this point, they just like take their iPod, smash it, and burn it. <laughs> It'll be like There's Jim just... Rome's quad, yeah, but it'll be like the blah, the huh, the nice, and like something else. We need a fourth thing. It'll probably cause at least one car accident. I appreciate all the podcast memes that you're throwing together. However, I think that now is an. Ad- <laughs> oh man, we do need a quad, yeah. I'm, I'll put that together uh, next week, I guess. <laughs> no, wait, the quad dictates. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a good note to end on. Yeah. Uh, you should rate and review the podcast. Um, Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> Please don't unsubscribe. I know I told everyone to unsubscribe a couple of weeks ago, but I 
I don't mean that now. Take that. He, was he said it. Cast. He said it in his anger. He he didn't mean it. Daddy still loves you. I said it, <laughs> I said it in a rage. And sometimes sometimes Daddy says things when he's angry. That he didn't. And when really the whites mean. are coming, and I get really frightened. <laughs> 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 yeah, you white supernatural creatures <laughs> white people you should uh, rate and review the podcast you should follow gamersushi twitter.com slash gamersushi if you want to follow me but I don't see why you would it's twitter.com slash eddie revis with a y I'm e. twitter.com slash nick camardo I'm twitter.com slash mi7ch you can usually outrun the whites twitter.com slash anthony taylor underscore <laughs> can you out jump them too <laughs> Usually, yeah. You know. <laughs> White men can't jump. Uh, I'm twitter.com slash unsquare. And that's it. Thank you for listening to the podcast, guys.